everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicki. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yes, we are. And it's a very special episode because we have a guest, another drama mama. Our friend Sonia. Hey guys. Hi. Yay. Let's talk about our guest. Our guest, yes, Sonia. Sonia. So, Sonia, how do you know the drama mamas? Well, you guys are my besties. How do I not know you guys? Uh, I mean, you don't know us intimately. No. Biblically, no. in the biblical sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're close friends. We've been friends for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we hang out. We hang out. On the regular. When we can. We eat food. When I'm not working and they're not working and doing yoga and all that cool stuff. We eat food together sometimes. Mm, Thai mm-hmm. food. Yeah. We have a group chat. Yeah. So what kind of movies do you like? Um, I'm easily done by a romance, like chick flicks, romance, very easy for me to just sit down, turn off and watch and not, not put any thought into it. So 10 things I hate about you. Oh, I love Yeah. That's a good that's, movie. Yeah. yeah. Some of my favorites. It's good Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Of like movies that would be considered cult classics, what do you think would be your favorite? Because that's what we're doing right now. We're doing cult classics. Mm, Princess Bride, which you guys have already done. Very good. Yes. yes. Yes, I loved that. And I didn't get to see that till I was older, much older. I didn't see it until right before we did the So, yeah. Um, let's see, what else? So, I didn't see it until now, pretty much. So, this week we are tackling Labyrinth. We bow to the Goblin King. Yeah, we do. I just realized that my phone was not on silent. Oh, yeah. Please silence your cell phones. Your discretion is advised. And now your feature presentation. Some background. Labyrinth is a 1986 British-American adventure musical dark fantasy film. Again, Wikipedia does not disappoint with the genre. Yeah, they're intense. So it's directed by Jim Henson, executive produced by George Lucas, and based upon conceptual designs by Brian Froud. Whose baby, I think, is Toby. Yes. 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 So, yes. That's a weird... Who now does puppeteering stuff. Oh, did you do some Googling? A little bit. This was a bit last minute. So the research... The research, it might be spotty. I did my best. Uh, The film started as a collaboration between Henson and Froud, with ideas for the film being discussed between them following a screening of their previous collaboration, The Dark Crystal. I enjoyed that movie as a child. Terry Jones. I did look up Terry Jones. He, I, he's credited as the screenwriter, so I did a little research on him. Uh, he has 51 IMDb writing credits. Before this, he had a lot of Monty Python. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I think we plan to do. Monty Python's Flying Circus, Life of Brian. And since he's done a lot of TV documentaries... That's what I picked up on, on his IMDb. Okay. Jim Henson has 31 directing credits. I thought it would be more than that. I did too. Well, he has a lot of, like, acting credits for puppeteering, but this was just directing. And Mm -hmm. I think this was his last film. I read that somewhere. 1986 Labyrinth, a crystal-like fantasy that Henson directed by himself, was considered, in part due to its cost, a commercial disappointment. So, it lost money. And he was pretty bummed about it. His son, Brian Henson, remembered the time of its release being the closest I've seen to him to turning on himself and getting quite depressed. But it later became a cult classic. I watched it when I was a kid a lot. I have not watched it since I was a kid until we watched it just now. And uh, I don't, I did not remember a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) David Bowie stars in it. He has 621 soundtrack credits on IMDb. 621. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Uh, 69 acting credits, but it <laughs> looks like a lot of them were from music videos. 69, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, before, he had lots of music videos. He had a few actual acting roles, none of which I was familiar with. And since he was in The Hunger, which was a TV series, he was in like 20 episodes. I've never heard of it, but it had at least 20 episodes, so I thought it was worth note. Okay. He was in Zoolander and The Prestige. I don't remember him in The Prestige, and I liked that movie, but I guess I need to rewatch it. But he was in it. Okay. Jennifer Connelly has 49 acting credits, which I expected her to have more, because she's been acting for a while. Right. Labyrinth is her fifth credit. I didn't know anything she'd been in before it. And since she was in Requiem for a Dream, which is amazing, you should watch it, 
uh, A Beautiful Mind, which is also good, where I don't know if she met her husband, but her husband's in that too. She's married to Paul Bettany. Okay, he was in <laughs> <laughs> he was in A Knight's Tale. Um, he played Chaucer. Okay. Yeah. I do know who that is. Uh, he's in A Beautiful Mind too, so I wonder like what was going on there. She was in Blood Diamond, and she was in Spider-Man Homecoming. So, and she has a new movie coming out. Yeah, she has a couple of movies that are in like post production, so they should be coming out soon. What is the movie coming out now? Um, it's the one about I think the fireman that went in and got trapped. I don't remember the name of it. It's on IMDb. Hmm. Gotten trapped where? Fighting fires. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean it wasn't like some You know that crew no the crew that died fighting fires. Mm. Um only the brave. Hmm. This movie was released in nineteen eighty six and some highlights of that year. It was a breakthrough in the US USSR arms talks between Reagan and Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Gorbachev? I don't know. I don't know. So basically it was the end of the Cold War. Right. So that's kinda cool. The Soviet nuclear reactor at Chernobyl explodes on April 26th, causing release of radioactive material across much of Europe. Yeah. Still can't go to Chernobyl. It's interesting. Not without gear. The Challenger, the Space Shuttle Challenger, disintegrates 73 seconds after launching, killing all seven astronauts on board. The stage musical Phantom of the Opera debuts in London. Um. Mike Tyson becomes the youngest heavyweight champion in history. The experimental aircraft, Bruton Voyager, makes the first continuous non-stop flight around the world without refueling, which is kind of cool. Yeah. The famous studio Ghibli releases its first animated film during this year. Oprah Winfrey show debuts. Smoking is banned on all public transport, including trains, planes, buses, and coaches in the U.S. IBM unveils the PC convertible, the first laptop computer. Internet mail access protocol defined for email transfer. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like email was invented. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's what I'm going with. Uh, don't correct me, I don't care. Human Genome Project launched with the uh, objective to understand the human genome and therefore provide continuing progress in medicine, and it was announced in 2000 to be completed by Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. Oh. The highest grossing films of this year were Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, and Platoon, which won the Oscar the next year. I watched a lot of Crocodile Dundee. You know, I've seen it, but I don't remember much about it. I mean, I remember him being in the city. (laughs) (laughs) Being out of place. The Oscar winner of this year was Out of Africa, which I don't know if you've seen it. Is that the one with um, Eddie Murphy? No? Yes? No? No. Is this another proactive moment? (laughs) Damn it. (sighs) No, uh... What is coming to America? Oh is the movie shit! <laughs> Isn't that the one where he gets a job at McDonald's? Yeah, well, it's McDougal's or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, Out of Africa is Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep and Robert Redford, and she's like, uh, her hu- she gets married. Her husband brings her to Africa. They're like Danish, I think, or Dutch or something. I don't know. And something really white. Yeah, something yeah. white and European. Uh-huh. And uh, he, it's kind of, a, I think, a marriage of convenience. Oh, okay. And then she falls in love with Robert Redford, and yeah. you should watch it. Okay. It's really good. Yeah, obviously I should. Meryl Streep just, like, thought she hits me in the fields every time. Do what? Nothing. My proactive Prozac. Fuck. Some <laughs> trivia on 1986. Uh, oh, no, just kidding. Some trivia on Labyrinth. Okay. Not 1986. Okay. Various things that Jareth does with the crystal balls. This is in my notes, because I was like, ooh, he is, like, throwing that ball around like crazy. Yeah. Very good at fondling some balls. Right. Some expertise. They have some weird name, don't they? It starts with K or some shit. The balls? balls, yeah. I thought you just called them crystals. Crystal balls. That's a C. No, no, no. I mean, No. I mean, in real life, they were out in the 90s, and they were really cool, but it was just, I don't remember how they worked, but it wasn't magic. Or was it? I don't know. I never had any. 
Uh, the various things that Jareth does with the crystal balls, rolling them around in his arms and hands and so forth, are not camera tricks or any other kind of special effect. They're actually done by choreographer Michael Motion. Motion? <laughs> Motchkin? He's a choreographer. Let's go with Motion. Sure. Motion. <laughs> who is an accomplished juggler. Motion was actually crouched behind Bowie with his arms replacing Bowie's. Unlike a typical Muppet performance, oh. however... He had no video screen to view his performance. In other words, his manipulations were performed completely blind. Hence they the did. billowy sleeves. I wonder yeah. if he ever hit him in the face with a ball, though. He's doing it blind <laughs> behind him. Like, yeah. did Bowie get balls to the face? He may have. T-bird. Questions need answers. Yeah, unfortunately, Bowie passed away last year, so we're probably not going to get those answers. Alright, the full costume for Huggle was lost for some time. It turns out it was lost on an airplane and later bought from the airline by the Unclaimed Baggage Center, a store in Scottsboro, Alabama, and it's now on display in their museum. Hmm. It's interesting. Over a hundred pairs of latex hands were made for the helping hand scene. Which is a creepy scene. It is. And creative. Yeah, it's, very it's neat. Creative. It's but neat. It's yeah. weird. It's probably the creepiest scene in the movie. You're just like, oh, in there but but they're there to help yeah lend a helping hand are they are they are they various music superstars were in the running to play jareth michael jackson was strongly considered Mm. prince and mick jagger were thought to about to jim henson i could see prince i can't see mick jagger uh jim henson preferred sting until his kin Kids convinced him that David Bowie, who had reached his peak of mainstream popularity in 1983 with the Let's Dance album, would be best suited to it. Bowie was keen to make a children's movie. He liked the concept and found the script amusing and more interest to him than many other contemporary special effects movies. Oh, this was the final feature directed by Jim Henson. Mm. I did read that, and then I copied it and I pasted it. (laughs) Uh, The baby who plays Toby is Toby Froud, son of Brian Froud. We know this. David Bowie did the voice gurgling for the baby in the song Magic Dance. Because the baby wasn't... They had a baby, I think, in studio. And it wasn't doing what he wanted it to do. Oh, okay. So it's just like, no, I got the baby noises. <laughs> no need. I got this. <laughs> Hoggle is voiced by Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. Aww. I thought that was interesting. So, let's get this party started. Let's talk movie. We open on Sarah, that's Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. practicing lines. Mm-hmm. The clock starts going off in the background. You realize it's 7 o'clock. Oh, shit, she's late. She's supposed to be babysitting her brother. She's late. She's late for a very important date. Yeah, she gets and she's back. so pretty. She's very like, pretty. Like, she's so pretty. She's very pretty. She gets back home. Her stepmom's pissed because she's an hour late. They only go out every weekend. <laughs> They only ask her to babysit when she's got nothing else to do. And it's not fair. Oh, she was she was just out in a park in full costume. Yeah. Running she had, lines. She had blue lines. jeans on underneath. Yeah. I still it's a little weird, right? I mean, maybe she's full Did you method. see her room? Right. She's a method. And her actor. dog is named Merlin and her bear is named Lancelot. Like mm-hmm. this girl is dramatic. Right, maybe she's extra. Indeed. She's extra. extra. She's extra. She's angsty. She, nothing's fair. Nothing's fair. Mm-hmm. Nothing is fair. Her whole life She is was an awful. hour late. She was an, an hour, hour late. late. If my kid was an hour, well, I mean, my kid's seven and four. So if they were an hour late, I would, the cops would have been called. But, like, imagine, an hour late? Are you kidding? So we're guessing she's, what, 16, 15? 15 is Yeah, I don't think she can drive. I think she's close. Google was saying was 15. Oh, 15? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I would have been in so much trouble if I came home an hour late. Oh, yeah. And her yeah. stepmom is 80s to the max. Yes. Those sleeves on that outfit? Yes. Jesus Christ. I bet her shoulders are padded. I hope they're padded, because if not, <laughs> well, it's like a bubble. It was a bubble blouse. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it, that I just had to, that was in my notes. She is 80s as fuck. As fuck. Bitchin'. Sorry. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly's clothes reminded me of today's clothes for, yeah. like, the shoes, like, 
Those are trendy for some people. Mm-hmm. The skinny jeans, the tunic length shirts again. It's all come back around. Yeah. Yeah, it's stuff that I she looks good. Did. She didn't have big hair either. No, no she for, did in the ball gown. In the ball gown. Yeah. Otherwise, But she not for an standard. 80s movie. She didn't mm-hmm. have big hair. Not sleek. Mm-hmm. Yes, very nice. She's real huffy with the baby. I'm just yeah, like, that, that baby's not baby. doing shit to you. It bothered that poor me. baby yeah. is crying. Yes, a large portion of the movie, he's crying, and I'm just like, would you just pick that baby up and like check his diaper, see if he's hungry? He's in that sweet spot where like he's big enough to like you can kind of gauge if he's hungry, if he's dirty. You know what I mean? Like he's big enough, you can really kind of look at his face and kind of see what's going on. And big enough to snuggle into you. Yes, but he's not like at that place where he actually knows words yet and he's talking back. And he's probably not traveling very far and getting into an asshole. And how the heck did he get that bear down? It was probably her stepmother was like, oh, she doesn't need this fucking bear. Right. It's yeah. a teddy bear. She's too big for that. She's not. She's 15. I did get the impression when she was like, you need to be going out on dates. You know, like, oh, I would like it if you had a date. Like, she did think that she was too immature. Like, that yeah. did come across yeah. like that. Yeah, she was like, she girls seemed, your age should be going out. Yeah. She seemed right in that sweet spot of fucking drama. Ah, everything is horrible. Like, she's where she needs to be. Yes. Right? She's yes. teen-aged. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yep, been there. Me too. Uh, let's see. So, I skipped right over it. <laughs> of course. So then she accidentally calls <laughs> on the goblins to save her from the baby. Yes. And the goblin king. Goblins sound dumb as fuck. Yeah, they're like, hee hee hee. Actually, know. they sound like me. Kind of. <laughs> you with that? Know, yeah. <laughs> when I think something's really stupid, but it's funny. Why not both? It can be both. Why not both? Most of the time, my life is both. Uh, goblins are everywhere. Right. They're fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're quick, too. They're like, as soon as she turns quick, around, they're, they're like, oh, ha you thought. <laughs> and uh, then fucking the owl is at the window trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's not an owl. It's David Bowie. Which that owl was in the first thing. Yes. Yes. Watching her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which, BT dubs, I was multitasking while we were watching this i was like googling certain things because i was like how old is she and this uh article popped up on i think the website was the slash or something and they're like the labyrinth is an allegory for date rape and david bowie that's what it said fuck eat my balls eat my balls you didn't have any eat my balls Fuck you both. How about that? That's going to be our preview. Okay. <laughs> Eat my balls. Eat my balls. Fuck you both. Cash me outside. <laughs> what up? <laughs> uh, but that it was an allegory for, I can't say that word. Because what is, how is it supposed to be said, Sarah? Allegory. You're killing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, that it was an allegory for date rape and that Bowie like the whole thing is taking the child away is taking her innocence he's watching over her he's everything is I do everything for you and he's totally fucked up her life and then she takes it back and I was like you know what you're kind of ruining my childhood right and you're reading too much into it right I mean I like if I look at it from that point of view I can see it mm-hmm but I'm not trying to look at it from there. It's kind of like if you go online and you read fan theories yeah. about Rick and Morty. And you're like, guys, <sighs> I've just only, enjoy it. I've only watched the first episode of Rick and Morty. And uh, Zach says that it gets better. But I wasn't mad about not getting any of that Mulan nugget sauce, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Pick it up what you're laying down. All right. I like Rick and Morty, but I, I get I've only seen the first episode. He told me it gets better. I'm sure he'll force feed some more to me. We'll see. Okay, so David Bowie enters. Yep. In his burst of What said is said. What said is said. He says that line, and I was like, you know what? I like that line. I'm going to type it up. It's like you have 13 hours to solve it before your baby brother becomes one of us forever. And then as he disappears, he's like, what a pity. And obviously, he's like one of us, like a goblin. One of us. Yeah. Not dinner, drink the Kool-Aid. Which is, you know, 
Um, yeah. Anyway. What a pity. What a pity. I have notes on this. Sarah wants the baby back. I know that the crystal juggling is probably easy, but it looked cool, as we learned it was a choreographer. Right. Uh, she refuses his gift and wants the baby back. The crystal becomes a snake, which becomes a scarf, which is a neat trick. Yeah. It's just like, ooh, that hair. David Bowie. That makeup. That Bowie. <laughs> The Goblin King throws down a challenge, and Sarah doesn't think so. it look. It doesn't look too hard. It's easy. I'm smart. It's what a Tuesday. I got this. Thirteen hours. I don't need that much time. Right. She goes into the labyrinth. Yes. Hoggle. She, she meets Hoggle. Right. Hogwarts. Right. Hogwarts, she right. says yes. Yeah. I wonder. I do wonder yeah, I if that, that was I was like is inspiration. This where, yeah, I was like, is this where J.K. found her school name? Hmm. Uh, he's spraying the fairies with pest spray. He's counting them as he does it. He gets up to 60 mm-hmm. before he gives up, stops counting. We Maybe move that's on. as high as he counts. We move to a different scene. <laughs> she gets bit by a fairy. I just She gets bit by a fairy. Yes. Yeah. Say it three times fast. Syllables. Syllables. They're not nice. They uh, don't no. grant wishes. They're fucking fairies, bro. That's... They're like pixies. They're that's homophobic. No! <laughs> they're like... They're like pixies in that they, they seem very sweet and innocent, and you're like, oh, yeah, let me walk into this fairy glen, and then all of a sudden they've got their razor-sharp teeth on you, and you're right. fucking fairy food. And you're dancing your feet off. You're dancing your feet off. You're fucking... Literally dancing on bloody stubs. You can't stop. You're trapped. Done. Done. We meet Hoggle. He shows her into the labyrinth. Yes. Hoggle is sassy. He's got some sass. He's got some Z-snap in him. Yeah. Sarah begins her journey. We see glitter. And I only typed that because Sonya kept saying, There's glitter everywhere. I put everything is so sparkly in the mm. Goblin King. Everything is sparkly. And you're it's like, just, man, when you, at first look, you're like, everything's so bland and brown. And then there's glitter sparkled everywhere. It's like if you ate, you know how they have those pills, glitter pills? They're supposed to make your poop shine. No. <laughs> Could you imagine they have to one of our kids? Mom! <laughs> 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 Try to do with it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But they have those. Uh, I don't know why I know that. I saw it on the internet somewhere. Sure. I did. I saw it. <laughs> not all, not all shits. <laughs> not all shits smooth. Some of it's shiny. All right. Some of it has sparkles. Sparkles. I really thought we'd see that little worm more. And he was I've, really cute. He was, and I've seen this movie again, like you, when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't remember a lot of that. Like, mm-hmm. the bridge stuff, you know, all of that. But, so I was hoping we'd see the little worm guy again, but we didn't. He was super cute. He gives some good advice and some not good advice. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, Sarah begins her journey. <laughs> we see lots of glitter. Huggles' comment about her privilege makes her think about the labyrinth differently. Yes. Which is an allegory for life. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you die in a fire. Did you go in and edit that and change your word while she's sitting here? <laughs> uh, it's an allegory for, for life. You know, when people point out your privilege, maybe you should change the way you look at things. You should check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. So she meets the worm... Uh, he tells her she's not looking at things the right way. He tells her to walk through the wall. He gives her a hot tip. And after she's gone, he's just like, man, if she continued to go that way, she would have gone straight to the castle. Yeah. And we're all just like, oh. Yeah. Wouldn't have had a movie then. Right? Just a 30-minute TV special. Yeah. Just a 30-minute TV special. (laughs) Just a PSA. You check your privilege, you'll get things done faster. (laughs) So, the baby's not happy. Yeah, I was like, goblin party. Toby's still crying. Yeah, I read this, and apparently the baby was not scared by any of the puppets or the animatronics or anything, and they literally just had to wait until he got tired and started crying. So, like, they filmed the scene, and he was fine, and then they waited for him to cry and got the close-up. So, sweet baby. 
He Bowie was really cute him. baby. He was. Yes. David Bowie starts singing Magic Dance. Mm-hmm. And Toby stops crying. Mm-hmm. He's totally amused. Makes sense. Yep. I Dance and jump for baby. For I mm-hmm. could have used that for her stage. Just your sure. own David Bowie? Yep. Uh, right? Don't I mean, all just Imagine if own. he cleaned, I, too. Oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> but everything would be sparkly. I'm That's right okay. It'd be yeah. so clean. It'd be so clean. So fresh and so clean. Tara starts marking her progress, but the goblins are undoing her work. Yes. And when I, she discovers that, it's not fair. Yeah, we hear it's not fair a lot. Yeah. It really bugs me that she doesn't notice it, like... Immediately? Because the, they're really the loud. Sound. Yes. Yeah, the sound. I... Like that you called them goblins because I was like, oh yeah, the monkeys keep flipping the stones <laughs> over. Well, they're in the goblin kingdom, so just they are. That everything's goblin. Well, I mean, it just you only really see that one, mm-hmm. um, when it pops out and it's like, ah, right, and it looked like a monkey, you know, like one of those little dancing monkeys mm-hmm. for the change on the whatever, and the with the with yes. the hat and the yeah. clap. The vest. Yeah, so he's got the clap, yeah. The Little grinder, vest. organ grinder. Yeah, is that right? Something like that. Uh, but probably it makes more sense that it would be a goblin. Yes. In the goblin kingdom. In the goblin kingdom. She meets the red and the blue dudes. Yes. Are did they get names? I don't. I know. I don't think so. And she outsmarts them, except yes. she doesn't. One is always lying, and one is always telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she doesn't not outsmart them well she doesn't die she doesn't die so we don't die. know that that was mortal peril right they're because they're like instant death awaits through one of us of course they could have been lying one of them one of them could have been lying i don't know it just uh it looked like it was gonna work out for her and then it did not and we need uh, the hands yeah but then she gets her helping hands yeah and they, they try to give her a hand up and end up giving her a hand down Right, hand me downs. Hand me downs. She uh, she chooses to go. <laughs> uh, she chooses to descend. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Could have just said she chose to go down into darkness. Into darkness. The crystal shows Bowie where she is, and she will have to start all over again. He looks forward to her giving up. Mwahahaha. Yeah, he mentions that she's made it to the oubliette. She never should have made it there. Oubliette is French for the forgetting place. Ooh. There's uh, an episode on of lore mm-hmm. on an Oubliette, and it's interesting. Oh, Zach told me about that, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's so, worth a listen. She offers Huggle a bracelet to help her navigate the labyrinth. The What's it made out of? plastic bracelet. <laughs> yeah, and he digs it. Yes. Hard. Yes. He's totally into that bracelet. So Shiny he's things. like, wait a second. I'm not going to make any promises. Right. But if you'll give me that bracelet, I'll take you as far as I can. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, I would have walked through the door with that bitch. I would have been like, well, this you're, is on your <laughs> you're on your own. You're on your own. Have fun. They enter a very discouraging hallway of false alarms. Yes. Where they're just like, no, go back. You've gone too far. This is the wrong way. You're and going Hoggle's just like, shut up. And they're like, come on, man. We're just trying to do our job. Right. We I haven't write. said it in ages. They run into the Goblin King. Yes. And he says, I, I don't remember the exact words, but he asks him what he's doing. He says nothing. And the King says nothing. Tra-la-la. And I swear to God I heard it because I typed it. And I was giggling. I'm like, tra-la-la. Tee-hee-hee. That was me. A little song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, David Bowie's super pissed. How dare you help Sarah. Uh, I'm just looking at you. I'm like, how dare you help Sarah Hoggle? He's not amused by Sarah's petulance. She says it's not fair. He tells her she says that an awful lot. He'd like to know what she has to compare it to because, again, she's privileged. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 15. Right. It's not fair. Uh, I like how... Huggle denies that he's helping. He's just like, no, not me. No, I would never. I'm definitely taking her back to the beginning. Right, and Bowie cannot remember his name. No. For anything. No. So, he's he's not important. to talk about privilege. Right? He can't even remember a subject's name. He threatens the eternal stench. Yes. 
the bog of eternal stench. As mamas, we're, <laughs> we're all too familiar bit. with eternal stench. <laughs> we know a little bit about it. Sarah says the labyrinth is a piece of cake. On yeah. that bog of eternal stench. I mean, you get one piece on you and you're like... Yep, forever. Smelling it for days. Unless Legit. you have no keen sense of smell. Yeah. Unless you're a dad. Right. Unless you're a dad. Yeah. Well, that is the smell. Dad that is the smell. Dad and baby butts. So Sarah says the labyrinth is a piece of cake and she insults the king. So he ups the ante, sending the cleaners after them both. Yes. And he takes away some of her time. Mm-hmm. This isn't fair. No, it's not. Have your cake. Right? Bitch. Let them eat cake. Huggle points out that he is Sarah's best hope. Yes. Which is a sad, sad day for Sarah. Yes. Sarah meets the weird bird head guy. He tells her that sometimes the way forward is the way back. It's very... Super helpful. Actually, it is. Now sometimes. that you know that she should have gone left instead of right. Yeah. Like, she should just go back to the beginning, go the other she way. She can't get there. They've changed all her oh, directions. Oh, yeah. And um, she gives the ring as a contribution and for a brief moment, he sounded an awful lot like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> he did the bird part of I him. Like... I was just like waiting the for the... The bird part of him. That's his hat. Yeah. The bird... Yeah. The hat sounded like Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Just saying. Okay. He doesn't really do anything helpful for her. No. Sarah calls Huggle her friend and they hear roaring and Huggle's... <laughs> Huggle hauls ass. Yeah. She's like, he's, nope, I'm done. She's like, okay, well, you're on your own. This is where I leave Thanks, you. Thanks, chick. Peace out, home slice. I'll, I'll enjoy this bracelet. <laughs> I'll think of you when I look at it. Finest plastic beads. <laughs> Sarah sees a monster being tortured by spike-helmeted Ewok-looking things. Yeah, I just call them the Goblin Guards. Oh, that's a lot better than what I called them. Yeah, Goblin Guards. They, they promptly run when it appears they are under attack, when in fact they are only attacking each other. Well, I mean, she threw a couple rocks in there. Well, she threw one, and it kind of like had a domino effect, where they were just like, what's that? And right. then he well, hit And then she one. threw a second she one. Yes. It's Not, a I'm sorry, I was typing. It's a couple. Doing my best. A couple of rocks. He helps the monster. Who, is his name Ludo? I think so. I think Ludo. Okay, alright. It wasn't super clear, Ludo, and I did Ludo, not look at IMDb. Ludo. Knows. I think it was Ludo. I think it was Ludo. And we're gonna say it's Ludo. Don't correct us, we don't care. <laughs> Sarah and Ludo become friends. He seems nice, apparently, even though she said about ten times now that nothing in here is what it seems. Right. So I'm just saying if you wanted to put a twist in, you could Ludo would have been a good one. He could have eaten her. Yes. He could have led her to the Goblin King and then eaten Toby. Well, I think that was the twist, him being nice. Yes, yes, that's fair. It's a double twist. Double twist. Double twist. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they see the pair of doors with the talking knockers. That's what they're called. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, he, Ludo doesn't know how to get through the labyrinth. He says that. She's mm-hmm. just like, oh, hey, you show me. And he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's like, uh, actually, I don't know how to get around here. So she talks to the knockers, and they have a bit of sass They as well. have a lot of sass, yeah. The Goblin King names the baby Jared? Is that right? I thought he said Jared, like his own name. Yeah, that makes more sense. He's like, yes, you will be Jared. I the best name. I was like, I was like, as long as you can get back in time, David Bowie wouldn't have made a bad babysitter. Like he is doling out affection. Yeah, yeah, he's all about that baby. Yeah, he's like, oh, except for that one time that he like threw it up during. Magic dance. Yeah, it went really <laughs> high. He yeah. just like walked away and the goblin caught it and came back. What up, baby? If you can ignore that part and get back on time. It's solid. The set in the glitter forest looked really cool. Like the lighting that they had when she's like walking through it's right before she gets the peach. And yes. like the lighting is like sunsetty and it's all glittery and very like soft light. It mm. just looked really, really More good. More glitter. More glitter. She yells for Hoggle to help. He hears her hollering. Jareth shows up again uh, to warn him again against helping her. Mm-hmm. So that's the before peach. the forest thing, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think they're like starting to get into it. Yeah. yeah. Before, right, when he gives her the peach. Hoggle and the king talk about how Sarah's definitely going back to the start. It's totally Hoggle's plan. He's really trying to sell that. He's just like, no, no, no. 
I got this. He's like, please don't send me to the bog. <laughs> I don't want to smell bad no. forever. I don't want to be stuck there forever. Sarah briefly loses Ludo. Yes. And the king gives Huggle a peach for Sarah. They... Huggle worries that it's going to hurt her because he... he, he ha- He's concerned, but he's a chicken. Yeah, he's he's shitty. I don't really care for Huggle that much. I think they're trying to arc him toward like... Being oh, no, better. He's noble, but no. Fuck him. Uh, the fire goblins show up and sing their song. I don't actually remember what they're called, so they're fire goblins. Oh, I call them the flamingo singers. Okay. And it's really not great green screen work. Like, it's not. I mean, I know that it's the beginning of the technology or whatnot, right. but I was just, like, looking at it, I'm like, no, that's, that's bad. Nice bad. Come on now, you couldn't even tell there was somebody behind Bowie doing his fucking balls. Okay, that's excellent. Sleight of hand. I'm talking about green screen. Look, damn it. Look, it's nineteen. But when we were kids, you can't have it all. Oh yeah, when I was a kid, this like was it was like, amazing. It was magic. Yeah, this is 2017. Everything looks like trash. Yeah, live there. in the now. Live mm. in the now. <laughs> uh, Sarah starts ripping their heads off and throwing them. <laughs> And then uh, they're pissed off. And yeah, they want to take her head. Since yeah, she broke the and then they're like, "Well, maybe we'll take your ear. You don't need two ears." And Hoggle saves her again. Yes, she kisses him, and which they, the Goblin King promised would. He explicitly warned. Yes, if she kisses you, I'll, I'll turn, turn you into a prince. prince. And I was just like, "Well, that's kind of sweet." And then he's, he's like, like, "Oh shit, yeah." <laughs> So they get dropped into, or next to, rather, the Bog of Eternal Stench. Yes. It's stinky. Where they're reunited. They're reunited. And it feels so good. It feels so good. Because they didn't actually fall into the bog. There's a lot of fart noises. There is a lot. Like, they are really into the fart noises. They are. Uh, The Bog looks like what you find in baby diapers. Yes. It's gross. Yes. Huggle definitely does not care about Sarah and just came for his possessions. Yeah, he wants his shit. And Ludo helps, but sits on Huggle. Uh, Ludo kind of looks like the monster from Where the Wild Things Are. I was like going to say that. color. I googled it to make sure that I was, uh, I didn't like, it. I was just like, oh, Well, I was like, he looks like him, but I googled it to make sure I knew what I was he's, talking about. He's a different color. They're cousins. They're cousins. Sweet. There was a couple other um, puppets that reminded me of the NeverEnding Story. Yeah. As well. That's why I, yeah. They run into the little goblin that has no sense of smell. Yes. Hoggle tries to throw the peach into the bog. Mm -hmm. And Jared's voice is just like, bitch, you better not be. (laughs) I wish you would. Like, do it. Try me. Right? Well, he's already thrown it into the I'm a disembodied body voice. Disembodied voice. I'm doing really well today. Better than you being are. a disembodied body. <laughs> Damn it. So the little guy won't let them pass. Uh, not without his permission. Yes. So they fight him a little bit, and then Sarah gets her shit straight, and she's like, "Wait a minute. What exactly can you do? Right. What exactly did you promise? What yes. is your vow?" And then they get around it by getting his permission to pass. She's like, mm, "Yeah. Yeah. No, that's." Logic you know sound. what? Yeah, you asked a reason. Go ahead. The bridge ahead. falls apart. Yeah, it's been sturdy for a thousand years. A plank of wood. <laughs> exactly. One plank. So it falls apart. Sarah starts to fall, and nobody wants her to smell bad forever. So Ludo howls and calls the rocks down to help her cross over. And I'm like, bro, like, couldn't we didn't even need to talk to this guy? He was only guarding right. the bridge. The bridge was in the way, Sarah. I reject that theory. <laughs> he can call forth fucking rocks. Right. Like, it shouldn't matter where the bridge is at. He should be able to move the rocks to call him forth. Way. I'm just saying, slight Look, plot Let's hole. say Ludo's I mean, then he could have done lots. He could have done many other things. Yes. Yes. He could have called forth the rocks when he was being fucking hung up by the goblin guards yeah. and saved himself. But, but yeah, then I'm he like, wouldn't have made a friend in Sarah. That's true. Too little, too late, Ludo. Damn. The Goblin King evil monologues to the baby. Yes. Like, he straight up is just given his evil plan, and the baby's he's just like, like, 
Yeah, he's like, let's go. That's a good yeah. plan. Oh, I'm gonna be turned into a goblin at the end of this. Hell Whatever. Yeah. I'm a baby. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hoggle gives her the peach. It tastes strange. Hoggle, what have you done? The drugs kick in. You can yes. see it in her eyes. Eyes. Sarah has some kind of drug-induced visions. Yes. And Bowie juggles some balls and releases them. Yes. Uh, we see full-blown 80s Jennifer Connelly. Yes, in the bubble in the ballroom. Everyone's dancing. She spies Bowie and is fascinated. Yeah. They dance. Yes, the dress is very 80s, but it looks so good on her. It does. Like, it looks so good. It does. She sees a clock. Mm-hmm. And it starts, starts to remember. tripping out. Mm-hmm. And the masks are creepy. creepy. They are creepy. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I wouldn't have felt comfortable there. Yeah. Hoggle, memory or no memory. Hoggle's bummed that he betrayed her. She wakes up in a pile of junk. Mm-hmm. She meets the junkyard lady. The junkyard lady who's like, hey, look, here's your bear. You your bear. Lancelot. I don't think she gives the name, but the bear's name is Lancelot. Um, she's led back to her room. Mm-hmm. She, she thinks she's woken up. Yeah, she's like, oh, it was all just a dream. She's opens like, I'm the door. if my dad's home. Opens her bedroom door. The <laughs> junk lady's like, no! Go back in there. She's like, there's nothing good out here. She's pushy as shit. Like, back off, lady. <laughs> She's piling what about all this? of her stuff yeah. What about this? She's what like, about this? Like, don't you remember? Don't you remember? You love this. You and love this. No. She, no, I don't. She picks up the uh, script that she was reading from before. <clears throat> and remembers. She's like, oh, wait. Baby. Right. It's only your brother, Sarah. Don't worry. Lucky that the play has similar themes to what she's actually going through. Right. Like, if it had fucking been, like, a streetcar named Desire, Toby would be fucking dead. Or a Pagoblin. <laughs> if, if it had been the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. Like, Toby would just be... He'd be, he'd be wearing lingerie and dancing with the Furbies. That's... It so looks like Furbies. Yes. They did. They (laughs) They did. I had written down flamingos just because of their color, but Furbies is a much better fit. Um, Sarah, what? She gets out. Yeah, she rejects the distraction. The room starts to fall apart. And then Ludo is there, and they are near the gates to the Goblin City. Oh, they've made it. Yay. Finally. There's only like 7,000 more things she has to do. Right. Sarah tries to make a quiet entrance, but the stupid, like, guard dog is loud as fuck. I'm like, yeah. bro. Sir, uh, Quintet or... Whatever his name is. I don't know. He he's, has a keen sense of smell, and he's very brave, and, and he will fight stupid. everyone. He's me. Except, like, I can smell if something smells bad. I'm like, ooh, what is that? It was a dog riding a dog. Look yeah. like a dog riding like a dog. A like he was like a chihuahua. Is this a Pluto Goofy situation? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's inequality everywhere. So the door Check shuts behind privilege. them. Check your privilege. Then the big red eyed monster shows up and yeah. shit gets real. Yeah. He just keeps going. Who goes? Who I know. Goes? Not even who goes there. Just, yeah. It's just who, who goes. goes. Halt. Who goes there? What is that from? That's been like in my head lately. Oh, who goes there? I think it's on a video game. Could be. All right, Huggle jumps on top and attacks the goblin behind the control oh, panel. It's just a giant metal suit. Yep, blows Robot. shit up. Yeah, he tries to drive it. He's really bad. He sucks. Fucks shit totally up. Totally could have used that to their advantage. They could yeah. have. Oh, yeah. Storms no, Hoggle, the gates. Hoggle yes. ruined it. He sucks. It explodes. He's the worst. He's a bad driver. He barely escapes with his life. Sarah and company immediately forgive him. Yes, he's surprised by it. She gives him his stuff back. And they're just like, not and only do we like, forgive you, thank you so much for your help. I'm just like, bro, you just broke even. Right. Like, you can go your own way. He's like, let's go get Jairus. It's fine. Right. He's like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, fuck him. So they move onward. The king finds out that she's through the gates and he is not happy about no, it. She must be stopped. Demands that the goblins take and hide the baby. Yes. 
Yeah. And he sends the goblin guards out to them. He's like, you better stop them. He's pissed. And then Sarah and company come up to the city and it's all empty and they're just like, piece of cake. And I'm just like, well, you stop fucking saying right? piece of cake. This never ends well. Yeah. So the troops show up in full force and they cannot play a trumpet to save their lives. No, they can't. <laughs> uh, Sarah and company run and hide and run and hide and run and hide. And finally, Sarah's like, Ludo, call forth the rocks. Right. Rock and roll, bro. <laughs> Squad, the little squire dog dude jousts and wins. And then he celebrates too soon. His dog, his steed abandons him briefly. Yeah. Until he threatens not to feed him anymore. Yeah, at which point he immediately turns around. He's, He's like, like, oh. Dude, whoa. Feed me. <laughs> Bowie overlooks all of it. The Goblin King, I mean. Jareth. Sarah and company run through the streets, narrowly escaping disaster after disaster. They make it to the door of the castle. Mm -hmm. They only have so much time left. Sarah has to face the king alone, and her friends are here for her if she needs them. Dun, dun, dun. So she enters the room of stairs and upside down shit. She's chasing after Toby, who's right. just crawling on these stairs. Well, there's no guard. I know. There's nothing. Every yeah. time. Baby. And she's not at all concerned he's going to fall anywhere. No. She's, she's just, just like, trying to get to him. Yeah, just like, you stay there. Let's find you. No, she never actually touches him mm -hmm. while they're in the Goblin Kingdom. Like, oh, at really? no point does she touch him. Because she doesn't even get him handed back to her. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Jareth tells Sarah that everything he's done has been for her. I'm exhausted from living up to your expectations. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes through his thing. He's like, just fear me, love me, do as I say, and I will be your slave. Except it sounds more like I'm your slave. Right. She, he, what does he ask for her, from her? He wants to control her. Like, yeah. isn't that what he says? Yeah. He no, wants, just like, submit to me type. Yeah. yeah like, you know, submit to your husband. Deal. Submit to your husband. Submit. I don't like your allegory. Submit. Fear um, me. Fear me. I do. Love me. Love me. He offers her everything she wants, and she finally remembers the line that she keeps forgetting from her script. Yeah. That Which is basically, you have no power over me. I'm like, was that the thing you were tripping up over? Right. You really couldn't remember yeah. that? I mean, yeah. Sarah. Come Sarah. on. Sarah. Sarah to Sarah. It's not that hard. The Sarah squared. <laughs> Sarah squared. The crystal bursts like a bubble, because it turns into a bubble. Uh, Jairus turns back into an owl. Mm, the clock strikes, and she's back home. The baby is sleeping, and so, so sweet. So sweet. Sleeping babies are the sweetest thing in the world. They are. When they're, like, really sleeping and not yeah, shitting not at the same it. time. Yeah, mm. uh, She gives him the teddy bear she was so pissed yes, off about to begin with. She's mm -hmm. realized things are just things. Yes. Her dad and stepmom get home. Her dad Ask yells out, home. are you here? That, yeah. He, earlier, when he, when they were getting ready to leave, he was like, yeah, we'll be back around midnight. She is 15. Where else is she going to be? Right? With the baby. Like, you're With not going to leave the baby. Well, see, and I took that as like, you're not going to leave the baby alone. You know? Right, exactly. No matter how pissy you are, she knows... And you're not going to take the baby out if you're 14. You're not taking a baby anywhere. You better not be taking a baby anywhere at 14. You can't drive. I mean, she could have walked somewhere, but still, it's <sighs> Babies like are heavy. I mean, it was just the 80s. They had strollers, Vicky. Did you Wait, see a Wait, they invented the wheel then? I don't know. I mean, the 80s is before my time, guys. I don't know anything about that. So Sarah sees Ludo in the mirror... And then the stupid squire dog that nobody likes and can't smell. And then Huggle. And then she turns around and everybody's there. And Sarah needs therapy, guys. Yeah. Sarah and needs therapy. They have a goblin party. Right. In her room. And the owl is outside. Watching. And then he Bitterly flies off. watching. Mm. Flies off to fucking steal somebody else's baby. And credits roll. Credits roll. So, what were your likes and dislikes of this film, guys? Um, I would have liked it a lot more if I hadn't opened up that stupid fucking article. About, about the it. allegory? Yeah. Yeah. Because it ruined the way you looked at it. Yeah, it completely colored things differently. And I was like, mm, you get your date rape, Peach. I think you get, get out your... of things what you put into them. And things like, mm -hmm. yes, there is symbolism and things, but 
there's like that concept of death of the author and so like even if the person that wrote it intended it for to be interpreted that way like once it's written and it's out there for you to interpret right like what you take from it is has nothing to do with what the author intended right no your perception of the situation is your reality of it and regardless of if it's the true reality of the situation it's how you see it it's how you're perceiving it it's how you're reacting to it i'm glad i saw this as a kid me too because it had a lot of magic for me as a kid. As an adult, a lot of that magic is gone. Oh. But, I mean... Well, David Bowie died and he took the magic with him. <laughs> well, Jim Henson and, like, the puppets and the animatronics, like, it's really cool. The practical effects in this movie are really good. I would say that the weakest parts of the movie are when they try to do computer-generated shit. Yes. Like, that's when, like, the green screen yeah. and things like that are when it was... It, like, stick with what you know. Exactly. But I feel, I feel like it's 1986 and stuff like that is forgivable. Well, and you got to think mm-hmm. of who else is. It is Lucas as well, isn't it? Yes. And he's come from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And he really wants to do bigger stuff. More things, you know. Big. Push the envelope. Boom, you know. And so that's hard. Yeah. The whole reason he didn't make the next three movies was because of technology mm-hmm. and the way it was. So... Who's the MVP? Bowie. I mean, Bowie I mean, is Jennifer amazing. Connelly but Jennifer Connelly does good. a really good job in this movie. I think we can all agree that Huggle sucks. Yeah. I mean, that baby, though. Oh, yeah. The baby was really good. It was so sweet. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Bowie is a good answer. I just, I was sad when Bowie died. I enjoyed watching his scenes, but in the movie, I enjoyed watching Jenna. Uh, Sarah with the other characters more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they both carried the movie. Like, mm-hmm. they yeah. did really mm-hmm. well. Well, Bowie definitely carried the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of the movie. Although, I wouldn't consider the soundtrack to be the strength of the movie. Well. That's just me. Not. I mean, it's stronger than the screen screens. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> so, what's the verdict? I mean, I I think you should see this young as when you're younger. When you're a kid, yeah, I feel like mm, like my kids will watch this. Yeah. What's hard is this is not what kids' movies are today, though. No, no. not all. But Srimi really likes stuff like this. It's verging and on I, creepy. Like it could, I think it might scare Rory. My kids wouldn't watch this. Serenity would watch it, and she would have watched it when she was Rory's age. I don't, it's not Rory's age, it's Rory's temperament that Sage, wouldn't be able to handle this. I don't know that Sage should watch this. Probably, Maybe I might try it when he's around eight, but right mm-hmm. now he's he's five. Mm-hmm. And stuff, he's really into like Teen Titans and mm-hmm. cartoons. Mm-hmm. And if it's got real people in it, it doesn't matter if everything is... Muppets and whatever. He's like, no, there are real people in this movie. I don't. Yeah, it's like watching grown ups. I don't want to watch this. This is boring. Yeah, doesn't have enough bright colors. Doesn't matter that everything's covered in glitter. Yeah, there's lots. (laughs) So verdict is see it, but see it when when you're you're younger. Show it to your kids. Show it to your kids. Maybe one you might want to see it first. See when your kid would be ready for it, but definitely show it to your kids. It's it's a kid movie. As always, contact us on social media. Like us. Give us five stars. We are five stars or bust. That five is stars or bust. Vicky threw that down, and that's what we're going with. Email us at dramamamaspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, the Drama Mamas Podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, remember to save the drama for these mamas. Next week on the Drama Mamas... Let me tell you something, random internet person. GIF is peanut butter. Right? GIF is an animated fucking graphic. Right. We are choosy moms. And we choose GIF. Choosy moms choose GIF. Choosy moms choose GIF. GIF. (laughs) Oh, please don't sue us.